The four pillars of the NFL is in the house. Washington Commanders edition, baby. That's right. I'm talking about, baby. For all you Washington <laughs> Commanders fans out there, this uh. is the podcast show for you. Washington Commanders report by Tony, brother Tony, one of the four pillars and one of our senior members who's been around. Uh, who's how long you been a Washington fan, Tony? Since 1972. That's what I'm talking about. So yeah, you've 72. seen it all. You've seen yeah. all of their Super Bowls. You've seen them at their lowest. And you've seen them at their highest. Yes. Yeah. So, I tell you what, it, it, it's, you talk about roller coaster. You talking about decades of of being dominant, and then decades of being not even in existence. Now let's let's educate now before we start because what we're gonna do in this episode of the four pillars, we're gonna talk about Washington. This is Washington all day. Um, right. Before we get started, though, I mean, why don't you give just a, a rundown to the younger fan uh, base of the Washington Commanders now, Washington Commanders, mm-hmm. on how because you said dominant, dominant, dominant. And I yeah. remember because I've been a fan of the Cowboys since 81. Oh, so so I seen the Washington back then. Yeah. It was called the Redskins. Yes. And they that they were I, I would would you say they was under the 49ers as a team of the 80s? So you well, got I, 49ers in Washington? Yeah, what happened was we 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 may have been the team of the 80s. Cuz we went four times just like the San Fran, but we lost that one Super Bowl. So oh, because, of, yeah, because, because of that, we was we were named second team, second decade, second best team of the decade behind 49ers. So that's how dominant we were. We you talking about total dominance, you talk about no more offense, no more defense. Um like a four or five year run of just yes. total dominance. And receiving core, quarterback, elite quarterback back then. Back then. Uh, of course the quarterbacks now a little bit more athletic, uh, a little bit more bigger, stronger. But back in the 80s, these quarterbacks, to have a 6-1, 6-2 quarterback was was, was unheard of. So you get you get those quarterbacks, like, you know, you got the, the ones like Joe Namath and you got um, uh, Sonny Jurgensen. Those guys was big and tall. You got Dan, mm-hmm. uh, Dan, Danny Don Meredith. He was tall. But majority of the, the quarterbacks were small. Yeah. And we yeah. – and we had two small quarterbacks in um, Joe Theismann and um, Billy Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. Well, Doug Williams, he was a he was a big man, but what six two six three? Doug, yeah, Doug Williams came back. He 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 led the league. I mean, he led the um um the like I said the the new wave guys of the big tall quarterback that can run. Mm. Okay, so when he came, he played for Tampa Bay for. Um, his first part of the year, he got drafted by Tampa, and then Tampa Bay let him go, and we picked him up, and um, he excels so much. He's he's now still in the organization as a, a VP organization, and he's been in, you know with Washington ever since. So he was he was a he was a great um, addition to the Redskins um, family back in the um, early nineties, and uh, it's just that you know we just had a, a prefler of great. Quarterbacks back then. It's just it one like, thing you you forgetting to mention is that you had, if not the best coach, definitely a top three coach. Top three, yeah, he is, Joe Gibbs. Exactly. He's been he's been he's been on 
a few lists as definitely top three of all time. Yeah, he, you really can't fight that because he's the only oh, coach to take three uh, different quarterbacks three different. To, to the Super Bowl and win it. Super Bowl. And, and no one has that. But not only that, John, the winning percentage. Mm-hmm. The winning percentage was high. Even when he came back, even when he came back for his second tenure with the Redskins, he broke. He, and, you know, we had a bad team. He brought him to the playoffs uh, once. Uh, he missed the playoffs twice. But he only he only had one losing record, and the other three seasons he had a winning record and won the division. So he went um, five hundred for his next tender. So it never affected his winning percentage, mm. which I thought was good because we wanted him back because the team was so much of, in a disarray. The organization was in a disarray, and they figured that he would be the second coming. And he did good. We have some good prospects. He did good, but you could tell that the game passed him by because he was he, there was a couple of games where he him himself blew the game. There was a game, I don't know if it was against the Dallas Cowboys or the Giants, that um he called two timeouts back to back. Um time management wasn't his forte uh with all the new adjustments, all the new rules came in. Because he was a when he left the when he left the league, he completely left. He went to NAS, NASCAR. He did that NASCAR thing. Right. And when he did NASCAR, he excelled the same position as he was as an NFL coach. Uh, he was one of the top elites. So, But he was one of those coaches, John, and I think you heard this before, that never left the stadium. He had his own room in the coach's locker room where he stayed overnight and stayed time and time again. So he put the work in. Yes, That's he did. Yes, he did. Because and you, that was you look at those Super Bowls, Washington, uh, their first one with Theismann, they, yep. they won by 10 points. Their yep. next one, uh, Doug Williams, they slaughtered Denver. Denver. And then the next one, they beat Buffalo by with 10 Mark points. So they, they've had a pretty much dominant uh, Super Bowl, uh, you know, three Super right. Bowls. Yes. And like you said, it ended in, in 90. When you guys won yours, in 92? Yeah. 92, 93 or 91, 92? 92, 93. Yeah, so Wilds was um, 90, 90, uh, 90, 90, 91. And that was the last year we was, I don't know, you know, to be honest with you guys, I have no idea how we fell apart. Um, we Okay, didn't, now but, let's, let's sort of tie this in now. Mm-hmm. When did the sale to Daniel Snyder go through when he bought the team? When did he buy the team? He bought the team was what it year? in the 90s. Yeah, he bought the he bought the team in I think it was 90 something like 94 90, or something. It was, like no, was 94 because it was 20, it's been 21 years, 24, 04, 14. Yes, it was 30 uh, to um um uh, 93. Wow. It's 21 years, 21 years tenor with the Redskins. So um, that, that would explain why the Redskins at that yeah, time. You know, there um, you go. Sort of took a nosedive. No, that's what it was. Okay, you hit the nail on the button, buddy. That's the reason why we took a nosedive. Mm. That was the reason why, and that's coming from a Dallas Cowboy fan. Mm. 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 Yes, yes, yes. You are absolutely right. You so, know because I know I, back then the Reds, the Redskins, they were the Redskins back then. Yes. Um, Cowboys. That was the rivalry, and yes. to see Washington. 
just fall off like that. You see yep. the fan base don't go to the games like how they used to. Right. Um. That that was sad to me because well, I well, look, I always look forward to those Dallas Washington games. Well, yeah, we and we still do, and we still do. And it's, but, it, but it's not the same. It's not the same. For the Cowboys, it's, it's more Philadelphia now. Yes, right now there because Philadelphia have stepped their game up in the last fifteen, what twelve to fifteen years. They've been better. But the thing about the Dallas Cowboy and the Washington Redskins rivalry was that it was against the Cowboys and the Indians, and that drew and that drew the attention. So what happened was, especially especially like in the nineties, in the nineties, that's when Dallas started coming coming alive strong again. But in the eighties. It really was. It was. It was a. It was a big competition. It'll be uh, to the people out there that don't know the the history of the Dallas Cowboys and Washington Redskins. It'll be a rivalry. Rivalry, like we'll go to the Super Bowl. We lose one game, and that was against Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys win. They'll win. They'll go to the Super Bowl. They have two losses, and one of them will be against Washington. That's how up and down our Bears. rivalry was. Bears. Right when you the guys only victory in the Cowboys in 1989 when they went right. to 15, was against 15 Washington, was in Washington. Washington, in Washington, 13 to three. Yep, and so people don't realize that. So you throw the records out, division. I mean, it doesn't matter. We talking about we not gonna let. Matter of fact, I told John this, and he he wasn't aware of this until a couple of years ago when I told him. We have a thing in D.C. called Cowboy Week, mm. where the whole city of DC is 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 on a rampart, and it's all about that game, all about that game. Mm. And if you ever had a, if you guys ever had a chance to go to DC during the Dallas Washington Week, is unbelievable. You have to see it at least once. So go down there, go to DC, go see the Capitol, do your little um. Of sightseeing, but you got to see the fans, and they're out there. And you think you're talking about fan base? We all know Dallas Cowboys have a big fan base. Wherever they go, they have a big fan base, just like the Pittsburgh Steelers, just like Green Bay Packers. But if you see the fan base of ours, it'll, you'll, you'll, it, it's something to look at. So if you get a chance, go down for Cowboy Week. Now, unfortunately, this uh, season, uh, the Dallas at Washington game is the last game of the season. Last game of the season, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Is, do you think that is different if it's like the last game of the season and let's say Washington is not doing well and they're out of the playoffs? Is it still that same intensity? Well, as history has it, John, you know this. You know this too. For some reason, it always matters that last game. It's like Dallas last year. Yeah, we be uh, and with Sam Howell. Yeah, you know, so it's like, I mean, the, the last game is it's like if it's a division game, guys, there's always something to play for. If it's nothing but pride, you know. I feel. I tell you right now, Tony, I feel like Ron Rivera, the coach of the Washington Commanders, he's sort of keeping that rivalry alive. Yeah, you remember what he said when he took the job? Yes, he said we will be. He said we will beat them. And he, who he was talking about? Dallas Cowboys. There you go. There yeah, you go. We'll beat them. 
That's what he said. And I feel like the Cowboys, they don't look at it the same way. Yeah. Oh, they uh, look at it as like another game. Oh, yeah. Um, but but they, Washington, the Giants, and Philly, they look at it totally different, especially Washington. So yeah. you, you, we just explained to you, you fans out there, you know, when Dallas is good, who ends up beating the Cowboys? Washington. Um, All the time. It never, it, it's hard to see sometimes. Um, one of the teams really have to be really, really bad to get swept. Right. To get swept. Yeah. To get swept. Yeah. So. And we have seen it done, but like you said, um, the rivalry, I mean, for Dallas Cowboys fans, maybe not the media or whatever, but the fans, we still look forward to it. We really do look forward to that game. You know, and so I, so I hate it. Rivalry, obviously, and um, we just have fun. Like you said, um, the last game we played this year, trust me, it's not going to be one of the games. Yeah, we got to watch that game. They got nothing to play for. But, oh no, it's definitely not like that. Trust and don't me. let Washington have something to play for. Both teams yeah. have something to play for. Oh, yeah, because then that 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 game is really going to come back. That's right. So we remember, gonna guys, we gonna remember, see, guys, so. we came we came one game of making the playoffs. Yeah, if y'all could have won some games down the stretch, yeah, um, if we could have been, if we could have won in that game, we tied against the Giants, and we won that game, we'd have been playoff bound also. That's very true. Very true. Yeah, also, so that's so that how that was goes. last season. Yeah. So how about this season? Before we get into uh, the players and your thoughts on the players that you drafted, who's mm-hmm. looking good in these the OTAs and mini camps. Mm-hmm. What's what is you, sir, and your fan base feeling about the final sale of the team and to Magic with the Magic Johnson's group, right? Yes. So what's what's going on in Washington land about that? Well, guys out there, this this I look at about maybe three or four different podcasts, um, couple social media um platforms and the census, when it happened, came down. We couldn't wait for someone, anybody to buy it. I mean, Joe Smoke that lives in Arkansas could have bought it. We would have been happy. That's how bad we wanted him out because he put a, a big damper on the on the fan base. We we had the record up until I want to say 2014. It's the last, I think the last time RG3 started, we had the record for the most consecutive sellouts. Had the record mm. of all the NFL team, most consecutive. Since then, we have had fans in, that uh, uh, stadium has been, fans has been 70 30, 60 40. Mm. So it's un- that's that's unheard of in in Redskin territory, and it, it, it's unheard of. So we were so happy to get him to get out of there. He put a damper. He put a he put like a uh, and you know not only that guys, and I don't know if you know this. I don't know how big of fans you guys are with the Commanders, but we had a lot of bad calls, a lot of negativity uh, on and off the field that. The Redskin fan base noticed, and it was to the point where we thought we was actually, um, what do you call it? Not jinx. Um, uh, what do you call it? Like they have a spell on you. Um, cursed. Like we was cursed. 
That's how bad it had gotten. And if you looked at, like you said, on all these social media pl- platforms, everyone, a lot of people felt the same way. That they, they felt that if we can only get rid of this, this owner, we may start getting calls. And then the name came down. If we get rid of the name, we'll start getting a lot of, we start getting the benefit of the calls. We were getting calls against us in our own home stadium. Mm. And we thought it was because of that. And then we look at that schedule. Everybody got schedules that they play now where, you know, everyone play everybody in the division at the end of the season. But two years ago, we played every game except for two. The last eight games was against NFC East. It was like, wait a minute. Yeah, that, that was a rough one for y'all. That was rough. How you going to play? Why would you play the Dallas twice and the Giants twice in the last eight games? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so, so so the schedule schedule uh, uh, reflected that the um, the play calling um, against us from the refs kind of I mean just showed all around the board. Now, I'm not saying it because I'm a uh, I'm a fan of Washington. I'm just saying this is what our fan base is saying. So we are very happy that got sold, and we we you know we're looking forward to our new offensive coordinator EB uh, Eric B. Enemy. Yeah, everybody, Kansas everybody, City Chiefs. Yeah, all, all the guys on the team, uh, players love them. And the census around the uh, the um, I talked to Martin Mayhew, who was a cornerback um, for the Washington Redskins, and Fred Smoot. They have a great podcast. If you ever get a chance to, to see it, uh, Washington fans, see if you can check that out. They have a great uh, they have great uh, past players. Uh, have a, a great insight, uh, in depth field positioning. Um, news that's going around that people haven't heard yet. They have a really good insight. So you get a chance to listen to them. It's Martin Mayhew and Fred Smoot. They are really good. Um, so, so, Tony, let me ask you something. Is there any uh, movement on changing the name of the commanders? It's one of those things that they're scared to talk about because we want to change it. We don't want to stir up things too quickly. But I did hear something about the mascot will remain the hog, a hog. Okay. So the mascot will. Oh, that that, that that ugly thing y'all put up. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. That was horrible. Oh. So that hog is going. That's going to remain because that that goes part of our our, our our legacy, the hogs. And for people out there that doesn't know that we had the um, at when we were doing our dominance back in the eighties, we have the whole office in line was the biggest line in the whole NFL. And we had the running back with John Riggins, and he was called the Diesel. He was – and John and Joe Gibbs was the coach. Joe Gibbs got his play calling from Vince Lombardi, which means you run the counter gap. No one can stop the counter gap if it's run successfully. And that's what we ran. And we ran it and ran it. Teams know we was running it and still can stop it. So that's why we was called the hog because the, the guy was so big. We had a guy in the backfield that was huge, and it was just total dominance. And like you said, John can contest that. I mean, it was just unbelievable how, how dominant we were against the run. So now, I'm, I'm glad you said that, John, because now Eric Eb is saying he's going to try to bring that little bit of that 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 um that offense from Kansas City. He's doing all the play calling. A-A-R-E-B is doing all the play calling. He's going to use – we got two tight ends, and we still got Jordan. We still got um, my boy um, 
um, the one that's always hurt. He's oh. coming back. Uh, yeah, Jordan, Jordan, and okay. he's and he's going to be playing. But we're going to utilize those running backs, especially, especially my man uh, Gibson. He's going to use them like he did uh, McKinney. McKinney got over seventy-one passes thrown to him last year, so he's going to use them like that. He loves the athleticism, athleticism, and he's going to use them. He's going to be a big part of the um, offense. So we're gonna run it almost. I think he's gonna run it just like they try to run it with um, um, in the Chiefs. I mean, with Kansas City, where they're gonna use the running back, the tight end, and go deep with um with um Terry, and we got Dotson. So the offense last year, the offense was ranked twenty four for yardage. So our offense sputtered really bad, and on top of that, our offensive line was horrible. It was horrible. Uh, in the beginning of the season, we were great. Then we just kind of flooded out. A lot of injuries hurt us. Uh, so we was ranked number 24 uh, off his line, too. And But we picked up a guy from um, New York Giants, uh, Wally. Yeah. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Steve will like, he, he'll like that, Paul. Mm-hmm. Tony? Oh, seems we lost Tony. But uh, that was Tony on the Washington Report. And I'm sure at another time we'll get back and find out what happened uh, to Tony and also get his thoughts on the Washington defense and Chase Young. And hopefully he can come back right now, but it seems like we done lost Tony. See, that's just like Washington. You know, they, they in and out. Just like that. But this is the four pillars of the NFL. We'll get back to you on another episode. Peace. All right, Tony, we are back. Yes. Yes. Man, I don't know what happened, but uh, for, for you guys, uh, for you Washington uh, <laughs> commanders crazies out there, there's a part one. Labor, this is part two of the same show uh, right. so of four four pillars of the NFL uh, Washington Commanders report. So, Tony, the floor is yours. Um, speak on Chase Young and that defense. Okay, good. Okay, now, this offense, this is the defense now. They are really big. I'm a man, Cody, from um, he just left Seahawks. And they like him really good. Jack, De, Jack DeRio said that he's um, they love him because he fits his, his description. He's a big dude. He's fast, and he can cover that middle. He's great. So they looking really good on Cody. And like I said, they just got him the Seahawks. And you know we and what they did, John. I don't know if you noticed. In our draft, we drafted our first two picks was cornerbacks. Because oh. last year, remember St. Jude went down. Uh, um, the other dude went down. Um, uh, he went down. Uh, yeah, a lot down, of injuries. A lot of injuries. So what they want to do now is they want to beef it up. So we put the two two cornerbacks off the rip and a pass rusher. Okay. So we're we looking looking forward to that. Uh, but what about what about your pass rusher that's out drafted? Well, this is the deal. This is the deal, guys out there. Um, and and, and it's mixed emotions on the website about. Our second pick in the draft. 
Chase Young. Chase Young has been hurt most of his career. He only so far he only registered nine sacks, and they did not pick up his fifth year option. Mm. Which I don't know if it's a ploy to see how much money he can get from other teams and they match him. Uh, the bad thing about it is, is, is John, I don't understand it because okay, if you want to go that route, then you really don't tell the league how strong and how good he looks. Would that be when you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if, if they shopping them and they, their plans is to keep them. Well, yeah, he's doing okay. He's he's rehabbing, and you know he should be okay, like he did, like he did last year for us. They, I mean, all year long, he's supposed to be back the third game, fourth game. Oh, he could be back the sixth game. He'll be back um, um week eight. He'll be back. Uh, he'll be back after the bye week. I mean, they kept. I mean, what's going on with this dude? No one knew, and that's a history when it comes to Washington. We lost a girl. We lost Trey Williams because of our, our medical staff. If you guys remember that, we lost him. So uh, he got misdiagnosed uh, for brain cancer. Mm. So, so I don't know what's going on with the medical staff. So this all last year we wanted him to come back, but guess what? Our defense stepped up. The only thing that was bad with our defense, they couldn't hold it the whole year. Injury set in, so they did beef up our defense this year. They got a lot of guys back from um, um, injuries. And we're looking really good now. Uh, we picked up a second-round guy, Forbes and Martin. They look really good. Um, but both of the cornerbacks. And we got this one dude um, named Henry. They like him. They say he's fast. He's a fast, great uh, edge rusher. But, you know, we did we did resign um, Payne. We gave him $90 million, 60 years, I mean, $60 million guaranteed for four years. So... Uh, they, you know, they we looking for him, and they all. I'm I'm thinking, guys, if I had to put my money on it, I'm thinking we're gonna keep um Chase. Um, I listened to the podcast the other day, and um, um, Fred Smoot said he had never seen a guy that come off an injury that looked as good as Chase Young looked this year. So. If that, with that said, if we got him, we still got pain. We got all the whole defensive line, and we did really. We, like I said, we were number fourth last year in points allowed. Our defense, number four. So if we can keep that up, and we got the depth now, we should be okay in defense. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Jack Dario. Um, there was a couple of controversial things that he has said last year off the off the field that didn't set right with me, and. So I'm kind of got a sour taste in my mouth for him, but he's doing he's doing good. I can't can't complain about his job as the um, defensive coordinator. But um, I just I just want I just want to see if they can keep it up. They can keep it up, and our offense can be intact. I think we'll do pretty good. I think we'll be okay. So having said all of that, mm-hmm. it seems like you have good reports coming in about the players, um, mm-hmm. your your coach there, your offensive coach there. You run up, don't get don't get the quarterback. And your young quarterback, Sam. Howell. Right, they love him. They okay. say that. They Having say said he... all that, now Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, training camp is is going to start at the end of July. Mm-hmm. 
tell Washington Nation how do you feel about your team going into the 2023 season? I feel good. Mm-hmm. I feel really, really good. I feel optimistic about us going pretty much of the season like we did last year. Uh, so we're going to be around eight, nine games. Mm-hmm. And I say that only because we have a schedule that's not favorable for us. We have a schedule that's like we went to the went to the playoff last year. So because because of that, I mean our schedule is really tough. So I'm thinking we're gonna hover around eight or nine games. Well we're, um, we're playing the NFC East is playing the NFC West. Yeah. And the AFC East this year. Yes. Because remember we played um the AFC South. Last year. But usually and the NFC North. Which right, was the weaker divisions in football. Right, we had the uh, the Tennessee and them guys like that. But but the thing is though, is John, is that the team that that came out last in the division played last teams, not the same, not the te- not this team that's comparable to what you guys in Philly are playing. But we get to play the weaker teams out of the the uh, conference. Like even though we play AFC East, right? We might couple of games that we're not playing the AFC East, we might play um somewhere in the South. They might give us a game for that. Or another game in the in the AFC, NFC East. I mean NFC um South, we might play one of those teams, the weaker team of those. We don't play the top team in every division. We didn't go well, to the- no how it works why it works is that the division plays the division. So right. we all play the team in the AFC East. Right. And we all play the teams in the NFC South. Now where it comes in is those other games. That's where you other guys games. play the last place teams. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Right. But, but I, I don't mean, think that's, that's fair. I that's fair. I mean, but I didn't see them. I didn't see. I mean, well, we do play we do play Detroit, but they got Detroit going far far in the playoffs. Hey. They got them going. I mean, I don't know. But hey. but but if we do play the AFC East, don't we supposed to play? We'll have to put. Do, do we play every team in the NFCs, AFCs? Yes. Or do we play so every oh, team we do play? Every team in the AFC East and every team in the NFC West. Wow. So you know that's just mm. how it is, and yeah. And hey, you never know. This year, the NFC East approved that mm. we're the NFC beast. Right, and and that's another thing. So check it out. We play the AFC West. I mean AFC East, and we play the NFC North. I mean NFC West, right? And we play in the and we play our game. The extra game is going to be the AFC West. West, and so then we whoever play, came we, in last place, you right. guys played the last place. The last place I team. Know Dallas plays the Chargers since they came in second. If right, he's okay. playing the uh, Chiefs. Right. There you go. <coughs> and then, on top of all that, we play every team in the NFC East that made the playoffs. Yeah, so, I mean, so it's, 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 it's going to be tough. It, Washington yeah. definitely has a tough schedule. You got yeah. three teams in your own division on that division. made the playoffs. They made the playoffs. So, it's, it's going to be – it should be an interesting season for the, yeah. for the Washington. You know, you got uh, new owners – um, yeah, a new vision. You know, yeah. hopefully you got rid of that old stink curse that that Snyder left there. 
So, Hopefully. Um, he made yeah. out, though. I mean, selling for $6 billion. $6 billion, that's right. He made good he money. He made out because I'm sure he didn't pay close to that when he bought the team. So so that's the highest for any franchise thus far, right? Thus far. In the NFL. In the NFL, highest. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that should be uh, interesting how, you know, future when they uh, sell teams, you know, is $6 billion going to be the, you know, like, okay, Washington was sold for $6 billion, so, you know, another team, seven, eight, around. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. We refresh the um, the people out there uh, what we talked about a couple weeks ago, about three weeks ago, about the Dallas Cowboys and how much you think they'll be sold for. Yeah, I thought you guys uh, personally was batshit crazy. I don't know what you <laughs> y'all were saying that the Cowboys, and when I posed this question, I said the Cowboys – the stadium and the star, right? Their headquarters in Frisco, and you. What you say about seven billion? I, I, I said I said nine, nine billion. Yeah, and then I think yeah, nine, I, I think yeah, I think Steve said around the same thing. Yeah, and I I said you guys lunacy. It was pure <laughs> lunacy that you, you would think that the Dallas Cowboys. Who the NFL loves, even oh. when they're like four and twelve, no they still get five primetime games. Right. They're going to be sold for like six, seven, eight billion dollars. Well, I, like I said, I don't think you said twenty, close to twenty. Because remember, I'm saying the stadium, I'm saying the Frisco, right. the team. Um, yeah, hell yeah, about fifteen to twenty, maybe twenty something billion dollars. Are you crazy? That 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 that'll make up for that. In yeah. no time, and don't let the Cowboys start winning. Yeah, well, I, you know, I kind of reassess my number, and I, I think I went for like I think what nine, I think it's nine billion. So I reassess it, and I think I'm still around eleven or twelve. But I can't see a franchise going for more than twelve billion dollars. I hey, I could, I couldn't see the the Clippers being sold for four billion. That's so, true. Too, you know what I'm saying? So like, and we talk about the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. The, Basketball, Los Angeles Clippers, the, the sold bottom for four billion dollars, who the, never won anything, who even never even went to a Western Conference final, right. but they the, were sold for four billion. And they the basement of the bas- a basketball league, the, in the basement. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, I mean, um, I know Jerry Jones would never sell the. No, he won't sell. The no boys, but I'm no. just saying, just for no. you know whatever reason he decided well, to. You know. Well, you you figure Jenny Buss would never sell the Lakers. There's not enough money in the world for her to sell that. Yeah, that's another franchise too. I yeah, don't know yeah. about the what the Cowboys is worth. But, yeah, I yeah. mean it'll be up there, the Lakers. Yeah. You know, yeah. it'll be up sort of like Boston. Yeah, I don't Yankees. think like I said, I don't think they're and like I said, I don't think it's a number that Jenny Buss would sell the Lakers for. So like I don't think it's a number that Jay Jerry Jones would sell it for. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean you like know? Yeah, that'll be real hard to. Yeah, I can't see Jerry unless they win a few Super Bowls and somebody comes with a ridiculous offer because he's at the tail end of his life. Yeah, he right is. now he's thinking about like mainly his kids. And, well, that's, you know, that's that's what I'm saying, John. Though there's there's it's not about the money. It's all no, about, the thing you about the money. Yeah, so that's why he, that's why I'm saying he would never sell it. Yeah, I don't think he would either, but I'm saying yeah. I mean, do he, we're talking think about, about a ridiculous this. number. Think about this. Do he need $20 billion? Hey, man, he do got another child out there. So, But that's for another... Um... 
That's for another <laughs> show. That's for another we, show. We I love my there. uncle daddy Jerry. I okay. love my uncle daddy Jerry. Come on, man. Hey, don't why forget you that. Gonna put that out there. So. Don't, I know. I don't know why. I don't know why you said that. Remember, that's my that's my main man's best buddy, LeBron James. He loves him, Jerry Jones. Yeah, he all. Yeah, he loves. Yeah. He loves him well, all right. <laughs> but Tony, it's been great. I'm, right. I'm glad you got to let Washington Nation have it. Yes, give them all that good stuff. We look good, guys. Season. Remember, training camp is about to get on the way at the end of July. Right, so and a, I will be. Like I will be a month or so to go. I, I will be at the training camp, guys, and I will be. be Are you going to training camp? Yes, I'm going to be training camp, and I will be reporting uh, how the yes. team looks again, good, and, good. And, and, and get my two autographs like I did two years ago. I bought a brand new football. Got two autographs on it. So here's the thing I want to know too. Now, do you have to pay? Because I remember under Snyder, you guys had to pay. So I wonder will you still have to pay to get entry to watch the training camp? They stopped it. They stopped it last year. Last, it? Yeah, last year you had to pay. Either. You just got to go online and apply for your tickets. That's it. You, you, oh. you know. That's that's how you know Snyder was no good. Yeah. Because <laughs> why you got to pay the, the, the for the thing? For the training camp, you I was there. That's for I was the fans, there, man. I was there three days though, and they had a lot of vendors out there. Food was great. The entertainment was great. So we had a good time. I got a chance to meet you know all the guys. And this the last time I went, I did get my football kind of filled up. So I, I was feeling good about that. So did they announce good. when training camp starts for Washington? Yeah, it's always the last the last three um three days. The last is um. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in July. Yeah, the last week. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, so Washington fans, yep. be listening, be on the lookout. Yes. Uh, for that episode, uh, for Tony and his reporting from right. Washington. Where Where's the training camp, by the way? In it's in Alexandria. In Alexandria, Virginia. Yes. There you go. Yeah. When you get that, the uh, that I'm just gonna labor Washington, uh, training camp. Yeah, there you go. That's what that's your guy, Tony, reporting from the training camp in I'll, Alexandria, I'll do, Virginia. Actually, if you like, I'll do a live recording from the training camp if you like. Oh, that'd be dope for the for the for the show. For the fans, oh, yeah, the fans like would that. love that. That can't yeah. get down there. So I'll, I'll definitely try to do that. Well, Tony, it's been great. Thank yes, you, man. brother. Yes, have a good day. We'll and get together again. Yeah, and Washington will be eight or nine wins this year, guys. If we get ten wins, we might win the division, guys. We'll see. Should be All a right. very competitive co- co- division. That's right. That's right. All, All right, right now, guys. Four pillars of the NFL. Peace. Peace.